0: Hello, Doug Mellard. Hey, Doug Benson. How's Texas? Great. Our guest today. (laughs) (laughs) How is it going there?
2: It's awesome. It's nice. Yeah. Cool for Texas. So, hell yeah. Right?
0: Yeah. Well, the weather's flipping everywhere, you know, like, uh, well, not everywhere. California's still hot, but, you know, you get the idea. (laughs) Um, extreme weather events but that's not what we're here to talk about (laughs) anything can come up on wide world at doug's but we don't we don't seek out topics like that our guest today is a longtime friend stand-up comedian host of several ongoing podcasts including dumb people town with the scar bros do you listen to podcasts at all doug bellard
2: uh, yeah, of course.
0: <laughs> so you've heard that one, Doug People Town?
2: Yeah. All right.
0: right. Well, because this is kind of an audition for you. Maybe, you know, if you have good banter with uh, DVK, he can uh, invite you over to DPT.
2: Yeah, buddy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's made many appearances on uh, Doug Loves Movies as himself and... Of course, Mark Wahlberg. It's Thursday, July fifteenth. What did you say something? No. <laughs> oh.
2: <laughs> You're going it's, crazy.
0: It, it's Thursday, July fifteenth. I know I've I've been getting out of the house and it's driving me mad. I'd rather just stay in. It's Thursday, <laughs> July fifteenth, twenty twenty-one. And uh we should have said this uh um what the fuck <laughs> we missed our uh we uh, we missed our anniversary is my point oh. and we're like a yeah uh we didn't do a show last week because i had this weird ass sneezing fit right when we were supposed to start and i said can we just punt this and um yeah and so i was supposed to announce on that show i think that it was our one year anniversary so uh, happy anniversary, Doug. We've been doing this for a, a year. You too, dude. <laughs> we started but now we're back in the room. Yeah. And uh, let's go to work. Hello, DVK.
1: <laughs> Hi, friends. Hey. That's the
0: first time I've done that. That's the first time I realized that I could extend the song with the name of the guest, and that was that was beautiful. It works. But maybe next week, who knows? I might just keep in Hello, DVK, just be like an inside <laughs> joke. Uh, you know, just like, uh, you know, a uh, Carol Burnett pulling on her ear, me sure. just saying Hello, DVK that's a nod to you specifically but all the dvks in the world
2: yeah right. and that's also carol burnett's mom's name is dvk so no. you
0: know is that true sure sure <laughs> I just love not, the, I, i've the, never heard everything. a person with facts right. come back with sure <laughs> <laughs> possibly
1: yeah
0: I, you yeah. don't know that it's not true that's the, that's, that's what this that's is all you on. need
1: these days to not yep. know that it's not true.
0: <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I don't, I don't know anything about science, so I don't know what this is, this climate change. So I don't, I don't believe in it. Exactly. I'm not going to, I'm going to study to find out about a thing I already don't believe in. What did I look like an idiot? <laughs> <laughs> um, how's it going, Daniel. It's going good, my
1: friends. It's, it's, uh, it's good. It's like, you know, we're, um, you kept pretty busy, uh, through the pandemic and, and, and Doug, I bet you did as well. You guys can figure out who I'm talking to, but, um,
0: (laughs) we started this pancast, pancast.
1: Oh, I love a good (laughs) pancast.
0: Yeah. We started it over breakfast during the pandemic. So that's why it's a pancake case. (laughs) And, um,
1: so yeah. it, it feels good to have like good things. You know, I was busy trying to do a whole bunch of like digital shows and stuff like that. But now to like be busy to working and on being back out in the road and stuff, you know, and we just did like some in studio stuff with Rory and I for pen pals and same for dumb people town. So I don't know, just things are feeling good. I'm glad I'm happy. I and I'm- feel
0: bad. I feel bad for the people that are at the part of their career where the pandemic really like kind of stops some momentum and they may oh. have some trouble, you know, getting things going again. Cause I'm, I've been just absolutely delighted at, uh, you know, I'm not, you know, going to pack Coliseums or anything, but just the fact that, uh, you know, uh, basically work is back to, you know, pretty much what it was pre pandemic, you know, and I'm -hmm. taking it easy. I'm not doing a ton of shows, but uh, all the ones I'm doing, and and the ones I've done so far have been uh, super fun. The people that come out are like, the right mix of uh, comedy fans and uh, adventurers. (laughs) And that's the thing about
1: like Douglas movies, dude, it's, it's, it's such a, like the live version of that show is such a, such a hang like for the audience, as much as the people on stage that it's just a, I think it's a vibe people really want. Like it's a low threshold for a good time. Like, you don't, you know, it's not even like getting all jazzed up to like dance around a concert. Like, no, you're going to go to this comedy club or this alt venue and, chill out with a whole bunch of other like fun people who are going to have fun
0: together doing this
1: show so I'm, I'm-
0: it's a it's a uh, no pressure part-time you know it only takes an afternoon cult right you <laughs> know you just get all the cultiness out you show up and you sort of worship movies with me and nobody gets hurt you make a new friend or two and you join up again at a later date
1: Oh yeah. The, the not...
0: pressure
2: the pressure in cults is what makes them dangerous. So, right. If you can get that. your
1: cult out in the afternoon and still have your Saturday night, that's a great cult.
0: No, I mean, the people that come to see Douglass movies, they love the show and they become friends with the, uh, each other, but they are individuals. They're very all very uh different and special. Yeah. And uh I almost said Snowflake, but we can't say that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> They're special, like a snowflake
2: fingerprint. Is that better? They're
0: special? Like a fingerprint. No. Cause then you get all the people that are upset about crime up in your face. <laughs> um, people that don't want to be fingerprinted, you know, those people.
2: Yeah. That's a huge faction of the, of the population too.
0: Growing. Yeah. There's a lot of them out there. Yep. Um, but I'm glad everybody to listen to this podcast has to be fingerprinted. Cause it really makes me feel safe. <laughs> uh Let's get into your name, buddy. Growing up, Daniel, how, how was it? Like that's your given name. Yes.
1: Yes. Yes. I do use my, my current name is not my given name, but the Daniel part has always stayed the same. Um, so yeah, Daniel, uh, Danny to anybody who grew up with me, my entire family still calls me Danny and then friends, uh, like you guys call me Dan. And then people that I pretty much exclusively have a working relationship with tend to call me Daniel. So.
0: That's why I go Dan or Daniel, because I feel like I'm in both categories. You, you, it
1: is, you are very good at it. Like you will say, like when we do a show, you'll, you know, a lot of times you'll bring me out, you mix it out in the bring out, but you'll be like, uh, you can see Daniel Van Kirk on tour right now. Like you'll, you'll do it that way in the professional context. And then during the show, you'll be like, Dan, that's not one of John Goodman's movies. So yeah you you know you know when to change gears with it um,
0: yeah yeah i don't know why you thought he was in black swan
1: <laughs> i thought he played the mom in black swan
0: <laughs> no he's the mom in baskets
1: yeah exactly um so yeah it was uh my f- like i never really i just got asked um Uh, by my uh, assistant and friend lissa she was like did you have uh like a make fun of you name like was did any did people change your name in a way to like tease you and i never really did nobody ever i never had like a a tease name uh with with danny or daniel i was born daniel and even that leaves little to do with
0: that just I I don't, you know, I'm sure your parents are lovely, but um uh it's just so it just sounds like something's gone wrong when you say Daniel Nel. No, no. yeah. <laughs> Dan, Daniel Nal. No, Daniel no. yeah, Dan, it, it, no, it's,
1: it's, it's like no. somebody like you stopped writing while filling out my birth certificate. Um <laughs>
0: Or they just like, they just like, were so tired from the birth. <laughs> they started to, <laughs> da- yeah. la- la- la. but that's uh, the last name, which was already in play. So they didn't really make that up on the spot. Right, but right. Uh, what about middle name? Was your middle name of any consequence? Robert. Robert. So okay. That's, so that's a so Robert, the earth into Nall isn't as bad as Danielle. Nall, right. Um, right but you you know, you're not going to run around going, I'm Daniel Robert Nall. You know, that's too much work. Well, see,
1: he split when I was Chris Nall split when I was like 10 months old. So I was just, my mom and, and her parents, like really in her brothers and sisters, like they, that's like, that's who raised me. So from a child, I was always like, well, I kind of want my last name to be Van Kirk. I feel like that's, that's like a hundred percent to blame for who I am as a person. So they should get all that notoriety um and so i it was like i think 18 i started using it but it wasn't until my 30s that i legally changed it to van kirk but well, that, you're they, just
0: lucky that van kirk is so regal sounding it does
1: sound better right
0: because they could have had a dumb name
1: oh i know <laughs> and i would have taken it no matter what it was yeah you'd be like that.
0: daniel beagle yes like daniel Harkin Farker, you'd Harkin Farker over knoll
1: Oh my God. Could you imagine if you saw a marquee Harkin
0: Farker all weekend, you'd go see that show. Oh yeah. yeah they, first of me. all, they'd run out of room and it'd just be Harkin and Fark. And then, uh, Hark and Fark.
1: does sound like a midnight.
0: Yeah. Kirk Farker. Um, <laughs> Daniel, no, Daniel, Robert. No. All right. Yeah. Um, So yeah. So you got out of the null business and it's, so it's been really great out
1: of me to be fair, but yes, I eventually left the company as well. Um, (laughs) but then it wasn't
0: until I got, so that name like it for all, uh, intents and purposes, that name is null and void. There it is. Hello. 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 I think I lost the connection. Where's the laughter. Where are the smiles? <laughs> There's smiles. Uh,
1: so it wasn't until my mid twenties when I got my first real good. Uh, use your name to make fun of me. That was when a guy named TJ Anarino, who's a great guy. He called me uh Dan van jerk. Uh, oh, nailed it.
0: Nailed it. That is, that is real good. That's like, yeah. that's like in the movie about snobby people. There's a character named Daniel Van Kirk, and then that's what the the hero of the story calls him.
1: Yeah, um, yeah. Also, I did. I never knew this would be a thing until I started going as Daniel Van Kirk. That uh, people love to go with the DVK. That was never a uh, thing I thought of, or you didn't of. push it. No, I never have, and there are people who there are people like I I'll probably meet someone this year and within a few weeks of knowing them, we'll probably drop a DVK. And so, I mean, I've definitely embraced it. It's, it's such a clean initials, but
0: yeah. But those are people that remember full names, you know, because also it is a pretty memorable name, but you got to really, you got to retain it correctly to come up with DVK.
1: Yeah. 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 And I don't think you've
0: ever called me DVK. I just did a second ago. I know, but prior to this. <laughs> on, this on this show, I did. But that's because, like you were saying earlier, there's a professionalness to changing somebody's name on a show when you refer to them. As yeah. long as the people understand who you're talking about. So I will, I will nickname it up sometimes. Isn't that right, Melly Mel? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mel Mel? Are you there, Mel Mel? <laughs> What, why is it that dvk
2: is so clear like i'm dkm that sounds horrible dvk really is so great
1: i think it's kind of like what doug was saying about how robert like lends itself better to not like your the sounds roll together like d yeah B, you're already you're already there and then the k like stops it which i think feels gratifying like yeah. d, B, B. <laughs> like it always feels good oh, i don't yes. tell you guys this about my name this is a big one um it has nothing to do with last name at all. But I, I will say that um, it always feels so good to say a name, like to say a word and know that y- there's no doubt that the person understood you. Like, you know, when you're like on the phone and you're like um, P and you feel like you have to go as in Peter, because you never know like what they're catching out of that. Like DVK. I just feel like it's so defiant in like what it is that you there's no mistake, yeah. which does me does tails into this. One of the reasons I started going by Daniel is I realized um, in like loud, loud bars, loud parties, concerts, um, people from any language, Daniel can be pronounced by literally anyone from anywhere. And it is so much easier to understand. Like if, if we were at a festival and it was some packed after party and you, one of you guys introduced me to somebody and I say, Dan, a lot of that times I can get lost. If I go Dan van Kirk, I'll get like Dave, like people will <laughs> Dave and Kirk. Um, so Daniel really like is, I just, it's muscle memory at this point that I will always introduce as Daniel. And then sometimes people will go, Oh, they called you, Dan. I thought you said your name was Daniel. I go, yeah, that's just always, it's just so much cleaner when I introduce yeah, no, no doubt what they heard. And like, if you're, you know, um, I hope this isn't come out weird or whatever, but, uh, a lot of times like when I would take cabs like in Chicago or New York or here and, and you, uh, a lot of times people from other countries tend to like take those jobs and have those jobs. And so I found that like, if they would ask my name, Daniel was just clean. They just knew exactly what I was saying. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. <laughs> we Doug is pretty good too, right? Like you never,
2: uh, mostly, but we've talked about it. Like we get Greg, you know, in a loud bar or Oh, okay. I, I shared with uh Benson last week that, I got, I, I was ordering a breakfast taco and some, uh, the woman yelled dong. She thought it
0: was like, "dong."
2: I was like, cool.
0: Yeah. That's what happens is one person will write it down and another person will read it. That'll, that could be an issue. Yeah. And, but like, I just got another D O U G H, uh, or no, I just no? got the pronunciation yeah. from a, from a Postmates guy. Like it just, uh, it just happens. It's just, uh, you know, it's definitely a cultural, you know, international yeah. thing, but also just the name Doug in most circles, you don't really need to know how to spell it to get by. So when it comes up, it's tricky. So I, I will just often jump to spelling it early and hope that the person's not one of those people that looks at you like, I know how to spell Doug.
1: Like, is your name pronounced differently in any other languages?
0: It's not even, I guess. Do we figure out what language it started like, off in the, the very like, beginning, Doug? I, I think it's like Norwegian or something.
1: Yeah, or, but... Like, is it Duh in other Or is it
0: duj in other languages? Hey, listen, it's my mother you're talking about. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't really have the answers to that, but, uh, you know... because I don't I think Daniel changes at all. Yeah, I just think Doug doesn't translate a lot of places because... As I mentioned before on the show, like in my Spanish class, the teacher had to ask me my middle name because there's no, they call everybody in the class by their Spanish equivalent and it, Doug doesn't have one. Ooh. Yeah. Is, is, oh, wow. So I was Esteban and I wouldn't answer. And he'd say, he'd come right over to me and go, why aren't you answering? i go, because my name is dude. <laughs> you know, just say it in an accent, but. Um,
2: <laughs> that was a good accent.
0: It, it never right. happened yeah i didn't even know how to that's how not you know it's just not a. the name has no there's nothing exotic about it whatsoever yeah. douglas at least sounds like somebody that you probably don't want to be mad at you like a a general or right. you know somebody that's gonna be great in a debate I all right so in other languages
1: What's that? I bet your guys' name sounds great. Like, even Douglas, in another language, is probably like Dulos. Like, I bet it's a cool-sounding name.
0: Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I don't care for that do sound. I but, know, Daniel, like, um, where are you at with the, the uh, Elton John song, Daniel?
1: Love it. I saw him in concert, I think, at the end of 2019. And I didn't think he'd play it because I don't think it's considered one of his bigger hits, but I absolutely love it. Did you know, it's about a kid, like if I should know this, but it's either going back to, or coming back, going to, or coming back from Vietnam.
0: Dude, dude, it is. That's what it's about. But he and that guy, Bernie Taupin, he, Bernie would write the lyrics. Yep. tell Elton what it's about and Elton would, you know, sing them. They'd, and Elton would come up with the, you know, what I think are amazing melodies. So, you know, you can, you can pretty much say, you know, a lot of the, a lot of the, I was just, I went into a deep dive at Elton John lyrics and I don't care for them. So, um, <laughs> a, a lot of them, uh, and also he just sings them in a way you can't understand what he's saying. So you, you have to look it up to understand, sure. uh, that he's singing, you know, like mohair suit. So, uh, uh, <laughs> Elton does not have a brother named Daniel. Nope. It's about a Vietnam vet, uh, but they cut that verse. Like I didn't know that. He decided not to have the verse about the vet. Uh, So there's a line: Daniel's traveling tonight on a plane, Mm -hmm. but then it ends up saying that he's going to Spain, and there's no explanation. The red
1: tail lights heading for Spain. Good. I know guys, I know. I'm it's a natural. Yeah.
0: Which is another lyric that I never knew. I always just heard, you know, you know, he said it insane. You know, like I didn't his head is insane. I didn't know what they I didn't know what Elton was <laughs> was saying. But anyway, I just like by, by another great Elton John lyric is the one where they you know they sing it. Oh, what's this song where he goes, uh oh, where he goes, if I was a sculptor, but then again. No. He's like does he's as he's writing the lyrics, he doesn't have to put in the part where he disagrees with his I own really
1: scratches out the lyrics, <laughs> yeah. but then again, no. Or a man. Yeah. Takes pictures in a traveling show. Hey, what do you want to
0: work this shit out and then make a song about it?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Don't edit live. <laughs>
0: That's for podcasting only. Like Elton must have looked at Bernie and went, is this a draft? Are you gonna put in something instead of and then again no? It's like that one song,
1: uh, you and me and me and you, uh, you know, no matter how it had to be. And it is a part in the song where they go so happy together. And then they must've run out of rhymes. Cause the guy just goes, so how is the weather?
0: <laughs> what? what? What is it? That- Who wants to play? tether?
1: Yeah. Have you met my friend Heather? <sighs> oh. Um, I was named after a song.
0: Now we're getting somewhere and it's not Daniel by Elton John. I know the the most
1: obvious choice. If you were
0: Uh, another song with Daniel, Doug, do you have a guess?
2: I can't think of another Daniel song.
0: Daniel.
1: If if you're going to have a boy, is it
0: Danny? Oh, Danny boy. Oh, wow. Yeah. The pipes, the pipes.
1: Like one of the saddest songs ever. (laughs) So sad.
0: Yeah. No, it's like, it's never, nobody ever busted out at a place where people are happy. No, it's a and, wake or something.
1: And, um, my tide for first with when Harry met Sally, but my tide for first favorite rom-com returned to me at the end of it, Carol O'Connor and Robert Loggia and uh, forgive me for not knowing the other two gentlemen's names. Um, they sing, Oh, Danny boy. And they sing it appropriately. So sad at the end of that movie. Um, but also like really beautiful as well. He's doing it with the full Irish dialect and everything. Yeah. My mom loved that song. And so she named me Danny boy after it. And then she told me that when she passes away, she wants that song played at her funeral to which I said, do you think that my other two brothers would find that to be a little (laughs) on the nose towards one of your kids? And she's like, just tell them it's for all my kids. I'm like, you tell them right now.
0: Uh, Yeah. Get that out in some sort of memo.
1: Yeah. Otherwise it's just going to seem like I played at my mom's funeral and not include my other two.
0: What (laughs) are your, what are the other two gentlemen's names? Matt and Vance. Okay. So for Vance, um, they could sing. What? Maybe a Vance joy song.
1: Or isn't that song? Isn't there a song called like Vannon? Well, I know it's a documentary. But I feel like you got yeah. me to watch. Or maybe I told
0: Or just, you know, like a disco song, like dance, 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 and the DJ yeah. could just say Vance. That would work. <laughs> yeah. And then who's the other one again? Matt. Matt. Or Matthew. Matt.
1: Matt.
0: Is there a good Matt song?
1: Yeah, a Matthew song. Some uh, biblical song? There you go.
0: Yeah. Uh, I don't uh, know. Matt, 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 Matt. Matt. Nah. Yeah. I can't think of a good Matt. Song. I mean, you could just
1: go Matt's in the cradle in the silver spoon.
0: <laughs> oh, I like that. That's really good. All right. We did it. We set it up so we that the funeral is going to have really sad songs and mm-hmm. one dance song. So maybe, maybe open with a dance song, then go to uh, cats in the cradle and then wrap it up with Danny boy. And also, I don't know, what do they do? Just put a lot of plastic on the floor for all the crying that's going to happen. <laughs>
1: No, it's so. so they sad. secure the
0: like, church, or is it just suddenly like now you're in the fucking ark and you're you know off right. to sea? You
1: gotta it out. There's like an extended version of that song that's even more sad. There's like a fourth verse that good almost Lord. no one's How sad yeah. do you need to be?
0: Yeah, and how long can the the pipes call for? <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's good. Exactly. Um, can I? Can I say something else or do you want to Yeah.
0: No, go ahead. Go ahead.
1: You know what else happened to me a lot? And you guys tell me straight up. If, if you would do this, you were talking about teachers saying your name. It still happened to me. Oh my gosh. I want, I'm forgetting right now the exact instance, but it, it, I want to say it was within a week ago. So it's been happening my whole life. Most happened with teachers. First day of school, I get uh, Danielle. Oh. And I, it never, I didn't like, it never became a complex for me. You know, when you're a little kid, like, don't call me a girl. I, I never had any of that stuff. The only thing it did was I, it made me think that my teacher was so dumb. <laughs> Were it was they? Like, they had to be right. Like Daniel yeah. is as old as the Bible. I'm not saying you have to put any credence in the Bible. I'm just saying it's that old and it's spelled the exact same way. Like
0: just be like, how do you spell Daniel? Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cause if you think it's this way, do you even know how to spell Rick? Like what? But, you know, were any of these teachers French? Nope. Cause it could have been Daniana. I'm oh, sure. Uh, you know, I bet you there's some Daniels over there that just have an accent over the, uh, yeah. um, I but anyway, doing it. I, that's a, that's a great, I can't believe it. <laughs> <laughs> that is really a, 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 that's a wild one. Um, I guess because, and I, we've talked about this before, sometimes people get on a train and they can't jump off of it. So like when they see me, they're like, Hey, Doug, Stanhope," you know, because Uh they they're just rolling through Doug, they're comfortable. They're doing it right. (laughs) And the brain just says, fuck you. I'm going to say another Doug. Um, that happens to me from time to time and you know, to him as well. Um, That's why Doug Mellor and I started this podcast together because that way people won't ever do that to either one of us because they they (laughs) really know the difference. Um, It's one of many reasons. You never get DB. Nobody ever calls you DB. I get that. I get. I get. I get a real range of things because I don't. You know, I don't personally encourage you know a single nickname for me. I you know Doug. Doug feels like a nickname already.
1: And Doug, You you, you don't get DM ever
2: sometimes yeah i've got a couple buddies that will call me that
1: do you do either one of you have people in your life that are just last name people like they're constantly in a game of basketball being like mellard
2: mellard that's that's a lot of comics i feel like yes yeah comics do
0: it very
2: natural i don't know why that happens but there's a lot of comics where i just refer to them by their last name and i don't know where where that you do it too you oh can yeah! I think
0: it's uh, you know locker roomy, or you know when you work with other people, you probably refer to them by their last name. There's something about compliments or insults with a last name have have more weight or sting, you know, depending. Yeah. And
1: then you ever you you encounter like the the to me which is like the most obscure kind, which are full name people like you always say their full name, and everyone else always says their full name too. Yeah. All the time.
0: Yeah, and every once in a while you run across somebody that their last or first name sounds like their full name. So you like, okay, I'll play along and say their full name every time. But you find out later you're not even – you don't even know what you're doing. There's even more to it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I don't want to say any examples, though, because, uh, you know.
2: There's a – there's a – There's a comic out of Austin, uh, Eric Krug, that I'm buddies with, and I always just call him Krug. And it's such a like it's not a pretty name, Krug. You know, it's kind it's Mm -hmm. kind of kind of nasty. But at our wedding, every time I gave a speech, which you know I had to give a few speeches, I would thank everybody, tell everybody I loved them, and I would always end every speech with except for Eric, except for Krug. He's a real piece of shit, and I would point him out,
1: (laughs) (laughs) which is means you like him a lot.
2: Yeah. And aunts and uncles would go up to him. Are you that piece of shit? It was great.
0: <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I can't. I wouldn't be able to handle that. I'm glad I, I you're not getting married again. I hope not. Anyway. Um because I think I'd be invited to this next one. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, But I'm never offended by not being invited to a wedding because the great thing about not being invited to a wedding is you don't have to go to a wedding. (laughs) True. You just have to swallow it, though, if you feel like you deserved an invite. Mm -hmm. Um, Dan Van Kirk, have you ever played a character named Doug?
1: I don't think so. I was in this UCB sketch called The Teacher's Lounge. And For some reason, I feel like my name in that was Doug.
0: Were you? Did you play a docile, uh, easily beaten down character?
1: No, I was like an <laughs> over, like a like a loud.
0: Oh, a loud uh, Doug coach. Yeah. Yeah. Out of, out of control, Doug. Like, notice me. I'm Doug. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. There's some of those. I, I find some people, uh, that's how they compensate for being a Doug is they, you know, they go into the, you know, they get kind of uh, rageful.
1: No, Doug, you've played yourself, but DM, have you ever played a Doug? I'm sure I've played, you know, just
2: the sketch thing with my own name, but I can't think of it. It's weird You you say that character was a coach. It's weird to think of a coach Doug. That really? doesn't seem like a coach you'd respect. That's, that's why Doug Peterson got fired from the Eagles, probably.
0: There you go. That's who I was I was like, wait, I know a coach. Name. Well, there's like, you know, uh, Doug's can be a good, a good name for a threatening figure because it, initially it's not a threatening name. But then you find out, oh, this person is a psychopath that just happens to be named Doug. Like uh, like Douglas Niedermeyer in Animal House.
1: Mm-hmm. I feel like Doug is a friendly name. Like I think so too patient to them. And like, Oh, it's my buddy, Doug. Like that's kind yeah. of nobody's ever like, that's Doug. I hate that guy. It's always like, Hey, <laughs> this is Doug. Like,
0: Oh yeah. Friendly for sure. Friendly, but not, not necessarily like also maybe forgettable. And, uh, you know, maybe even, uh, shy. <laughs> <More>
2: <laughs>
0: I'm just saying that Doug Mellager and I really came out of our shells and we're trying to, we're trying to coax other dogs out of their shells Uh, To try, you know, whatever it is you want to be, it's never too late, except for if it's uh, way too late. So, you're a connected guy, Daniel. Yes. Uh, Do you have any uh, first, or I should say second gentleman, Doug Emhoff connections? No. We want to try to get him on the show. We haven't figured it out yet. Doug Emhoff? Who is that? That's the second gentleman. That's a man that's married to our vice president. He's oh, the first time yeah. this has ever happened, right? Yes, he's our first second gentleman. Is He so the most prominent, Doug, you think? He, right now, well, sure. i call him the most prominent Doug, but uh, you you weren't familiar with him, so I'm gonna I'm gonna <laughs> say most prominent probably uh, Dougie yeah. Fresh. <laughs>
1: Fair enough. Or the animated Doug, which I'm sure you guys have covered ad nauseum. Oh
0: yeah, he's he's really big, but he's not. You know, he hasn't made an episode since he broke his hip. <laughs> oh, um,
1: I have a dog in my family. Whoa. Yeah. I'm related to a dog and you, you know what? Great guy. One oh, of those, yeah. my earliest influences on comedy, like still super funny to this day. Saw so him at the family reunion last month. And, uh, I love every time I get to hang out with Doug and his wife, Sherry, but Doug's just like, God, he's a great dude. He had just officiated his uh, stepdaughter's wedding. So he's a little gregarious and, uh, He's a he's a great representative of the Doug name, so you I gotta, think so. You got a good Doug in Rochelle, Illinois, holding it down. Yeah,
0: I'm, I'm we want uh, You know, uh, all the best Dougs. We want to know about them. We want to invite them to shows. Uh, we we've got a show coming up uh, uh, in San Antonio Ooh. where where Doug and I are going to do. We're both. I'm gonna. You know, it's my show or whatever. But you know, Doug's been invited to join me there. It's going to be on Sunday, August 8th at the LOL Comedy Club in San Antonio. And I haven't worked it out with the club yet, but we want to set up something special for all the Dougs that attend the show. So if your name's Doug, uh, don't buy a ticket yet if you're going to come because we're going to try to set up some sort of deal or something. You have to prove your name is Doug when you show up. You and, and also the club might even – I'm just kind of spitballing here, so the club the club might just say we can't do that. So, um, <laughs> is, so, so when, we'll when see what room, right? we'll See what happens with LOL? that. isn't that yeah. that big yeah. room
1: right behind the? It's twin a thing?
0: huge room, but you know, people are uh, you know a little bit shy about going back out, and also some some clubs. I don't think this one does, but some clubs, you know, want people to mask up or proof, prove they're vaccinated You know, there's all sorts of, you know, it's just different from every, you know, town to town, venue to venue, you know, it just depends on everybody involved, the people that own the venue, the local rules, you know, who's breaking the rules. Mm -hmm. Um, but Doug's you've known other than that guy and me and now Doug Mellard, how, what other Doug's have you known? Man.
1: Well, first of all, I should give his full name. Cause my cousin Doug has a great full name. Like you can do like, Oh, friendly guy. Like you just know Doug Bunger, Doug Bunger. What a name I know. Right. Doug that, Bunger. That's a cartoon.
0: I don't a- know. For some reason, I feel like I wouldn't turn my back to him.
1: <laughs> he is. He is a bit of a jokester. Like he can, be, he can be a prankster every now and again, but yeah, Doug Bunger.
0: He does pull um, pranks. Oh yeah, yeah. He's uh, pranksters, you, like, They scare me. I don't I don't I'm not comfortable around pranksters.
1: Oh, I hate a prank. I hate pranks, and I hate prank wars because then when does it stop? Like somebody just has to give up. So no, no I, I mean, somebody I, dies, <laughs> somebody's so <good>. gonna die. <laughs> Man. So you don't,
0: don't know why. Know. Well, every know what? every at- war <laughs> is about escalation.
1: I worked at Second <laughs> City with a guy named Doug, and oh, okay. he was one of the most, like, just sweet and, like, super fun, um, great guy. Uh, we would go, like, sometimes after shifts, we'd all go up to Boys Town, and, and uh, he always knew, it was, like, you know, Sidetracks had, like, one of the best rooftops. I remember him telling me all about that. Um, Doug, Doug was great. Doug and Anna, they were roommates, and they were, like, a package deal of always a good time. So, uh, I want to then- feel
0: like... You, you're still comfortable saying boys town. It hits the weird ear. Uh, it hits the ear weird for me.
1: You know what? I was just thinking about this. So I was back in Chicago on the <laughs> map, like on the, like if you zoomed in <laughs> right now to just East of Wrigley field, it'll say boys town and everywhere throughout the neighborhood. That's what every, like it's on the like light posts and stuff like that. It's just boys town. It's like officially the, the neighborhood of the city. Like we're here. We just call West Hollywood, but it is Boys Town in Chicago. But if anybody tells me I have to stop saying it, I'm, I'll jump, whatever you want. I'll say whatever you want.
0: No, no. I think it's, you know, I, I, now that you explained it, I, I feel better about it. I just didn't know if it was like, you. Old, I didn't know if it was an old-timey expression. It's just like, because like right now in the uh, Oregon area, um, is it Oregon or Washington? No, up in Washington. There's an area near Seattle called uh, White Center where it's kind of a, uh, you know, it's a, not hippies, but, you know, it's a pretty chill community. And uh, but they kept talking about in the news, they kept saying White Center. And it just like that hit my ears so weird to like for anything to be named after, you know, anything, it's just whiteness, you know, mm-hmm. even though, you know, who knows why it's called that. Um, where are yeah. we with Doug's? Have you thought of all of them?
1: Let's see. So we had Doug from Second City, Doug Bunger, mm-hmm. my cousin.
0: I don't know. I mean, I just, what, did they nickname him Dunger? I would just shorten the whole thing and just call him <laughs> Dunger. <laughs> I wonder. I don't
1: know. Cause he's like, I would say like 10 to 12 years older than I am. So I always super looked up to him too. You know, when you're growing up, like he was so cool. But I never knew oh, yeah? I never knew him socially like in his youth or like what other people would
0: call him, but man. You just you just admire Doug Bunger from afar. Exactly. <laughs> you just be like, holy shit, him. Doug Bunger. That guy's really got he's got it going on. Yeah. Doug Bunger.
1: Uh, <laughs> Doug Bunger. Bunger. Doug Bunger. I don't know. I can't think of any other dogs, but I guarantee.
2: <laughs> Sorry, I just I just pictured him saying his name like James Bond. Bunger. Doug Bunger. It's That's great. I mean, you right? gotta,
0: you gotta be able to pull out another, another one from your Bunger. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it does sound like a King of the Hill character name. And I mean, that would love. <laughs> um, yeah, I would, I mean, Doug, you're Benson DB. You, yeah. you're, I mean, I would, it's not hard to say you're, you're my closest hug. Yeah. Um, I'd say, yeah. I'm my closest, it. even if your name was like Nathan, but. You're, you're definitely my closest Doug. Oh man. Do you think Bunger is going to be
2: upset?
0: That's what no. happens. <laughs> yeah. That's what happens with most of the guests. Cause I book the guests on the show and then, you know, I tend to be, I tend to be their number one Doug, which I, you know, is, is a nice feeling, but also it's, it's just keeps reiterating the point that there are Doug's in the world, but they're not, uh, they're not ubiquitous.
1: Um, For- do you guys respect a middle name, Doug, or is it just first name or nothing?
0: Oh, like we will have. We had like, a middle name Doug. Justin Timber, not Timberlake. Justin Martindale's middle name is Douglas. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, absolutely. he did. He did the show. I love him. You know, I mean, right now we're just having people on that we like, just talking about names and stuff, and then we also prepare questions for you. We're running a little bit behind, but uh, we'll—I think we can do this. We've got five and five questions written specifically for you, Daniel Van Kirk, and we will ask you them after the break. We'll be right back. We're back. We've got five and five questions written, especially for Dan, Daniel, Danny Boy, Van Kirk. <laughs> oh, I could get a lot of nicknames for you. The next time you go up against Sam Levine, I can list them all off. Like I, you know, yeah. I have so many, so many nicknames for Sam you Can make it like a real wrestling match. Um, uh, you and I were in New York when we thought of
1: the nickname Slam Levine, because he's always slamming people on stage.
0: He slams them hard with his trivia knowledge. Mm -hmm. Um, But before we do the five and five questions, we would like you to...
2: Eat some
0: leftovers! Woo, I'm Last episode, yeah, we want... Sorry for the yelling, but uh, we want you uh, to essentially answer some leftover questions. Last episode, we didn't get to... uh, any of our questions that we had written for Rory Scoville, who was a great guest. That's why we didn't get to the questions. That's why we're running behind on your show, Dan, is because you're also a great guest. So would you mind answering his questions first, and then we'll get to yours? I'll 100%
1: answer. It's a
0: weird order to do things to eat the leftovers before the main course, but uh, um, I think you can handle it. Uh Doug Mellard, you go ahead and go first. Tell us tell us your first question that you had for Rory Scoville.
2: I wanted to know because he's in the upcoming film Babylon, mm-hmm. which has an amazing cast, including Flea. I just wanted to know if he had ever worked with any other chili
1: peppers. He has not worked with any chili peppers other than Flea. Uh but he his first scenes that he's shooting are of him and Flea together in the movie. Whoa. Cause you know, technically, like Brad Pitt's in the movie, but I don't think they're gonna work together, but they will he'll always go, like, Yeah, it's in the same movie as Brad Pitt. But Flea and him are in scenes together. So he is working with a with a red hot chili pepper right now, probably literally as we're recording this.
2: Whoa. The cast really is insane. It's it's no. like everybody in Hollywood in it,
1: right? And then Warren.
2: and then but yeah, no uh, Anthony, what's his name? What's Kiedis? the lead? Yeah, <laughs> that'd be that'd be a weird casting thing, I guess. Opposite Brad Pitt, Anthony Kiedis.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Anthony Kiedis is never going to top his work in the original Point Break. Yeah,
2: <laughs> which He's I dead? heard. Oh you know, yeah, the whole band, right?
0: Oh, I don't know if they're all in it, but I just know that he, you know, he's the one that gets his, uh, his toe shot up.
2: Yeah. I, I think it was the entire band. They're like that group of like punks.
0: Yeah, that could be, it could be all of them. It's just, you know, it's, it's all moves very quickly.
1: And I, I
2: they, think they, there was some was, real trouble five, on six? set. Sorry.
1: Go ahead. With, no, I was just asking. So when Point Break came out, was that? 96, 95?
0: Oh, we're I in, don't know. I'm really right?
1: Like they were, they were huge by then or was it like this very, uh, Oh,
0: well, I'll tell you, it's an interesting story on the set. It was on the set of point break during a scene where they were doing stunts and they, uh, you know, they get, they get broken in on when they're like, you know, they're with their ladies and they're having like a party or, you know, they're having like a, so nobody's got any clothes on. So it was just the craziest thing. It's in the outtakes reel. They fell and all of their dicks fell into socks, and so ever since then <laughs> they've uh, been kind of known for that. Like, they like, you know, would go out on stage and they'd take pictures in uh, with uh, socks in their dicks because like, they because they tripped they and cool. fell all four of them at the same time. It was like yep. it's too bad they didn't make a TikTok of it, but you know they weren't filming; they were busy <laughs> falling. They were busy with their dicks falling into socks.
1: Mm-hmm. How uh, they say "Happy to their mom," like Charles Burnett.
2: You mean to make a dick talk out of it?
0: Yeah. There you go. <laughs> I did a poll on Twitter recently because, see, this is again back to me being annoyed by lyrics. Like, I, you know, there's some, there's some groups and some bands and some people who I think make beautiful music that I can listen to and I love very much. But that, like, you know, just like, you know, can you imagine if there's like a poem you hate having to like hear it over and over again just because it's set mm-hmm. to music you like? Right. Cause that's what's cuz that's what's happening to me. But anyway, uh so I did a poll on Twitter. I said, who has the worst uh, you know, who has the worst lyrics? And I said, Red Hot Chili Peppers, Elton John, uh The Killers, or uh banjo butthole.
1: <laughs> and guess what?
0: That? Guess what? What? Red hey. Hot Chili Peppers got the most votes as having the worst mm-hmm. lyrics over a band I made up called banjo, butthole <laughs> banjo everyone holly. thinks their lyrics are not as bad. <laughs> <laughs> their lyrics that don't exist. Don't um, yeah. But also I thought of another one. I, a lot of the things, a lot of the lyrics in pink songs drive me crazy. Really? You don't like family yeah. Portrait? Pink's got some really, really annoying lyrics. <laughs> Okay, we're Maybe just a like- bunch of we're just a bunch of little nitty gritty dirty little freaks. What? What? What?
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> write it. Let's, let's keep wearing the socks on our dicks, guys, so no one will notice how bad our lyrics are.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't. But that's the thing is it doesn't really matter. It's only bad to you know. It, it's it's bad to me, but also I did feel. Uh, some vindication, though, that uh, you know, votes were thrown around to all four of those artists, including the um, one I made up. Question number one from Doug Benson to Rory Scoville, star mm-hmm. co-star of Physical on Apple Plus TV Plus, uh, with Rose Byrne, he goes toe to toe with her, like she's the lead and he is like right there most a lot of the time, so. It's very cool to watch him on there. I mean, it's cool to watch you on there, Rory. Um, is there an episode in the series where you don't, we don't see you naked?
1: There is not. It, the, the, we were supposed to not uh, have nudity because it really didn't like pertain to the storyline for the finale. Um, but I fought pretty hard to be nude in that. And so we compromised and I guess it's a, it must be like a TV show or movie making thing. they call it Winnie Pooh in it for the last half of the finale. I'm just in a like red polo shirt. And after a while, like I completely forgot, like they'd come in between takes and be like, here, you know, here's like a robe or like a towel or whatever. And I, I would totally, I'm like, if it's not bothering anybody else. Like I'm fine. But then they'd be like, no, it is bothering other people. So they would make me put it on. But yeah, I have no bottoms or, but I do have shoes on. That is the only part that felt weird.
0: It sounds it sounds to me like you made it a fun alley.
1: <laughs> I mean, it depends on your perspective, and the HR person that I had to speak to didn't think so. But um, yeah, I was just trying to feel free in the moment.
0: <laughs> All right, that's a that's a perfect answer. I'm glad, to, glad we got to the bottom of that.
1: There, because <laughs> it
0: is because it's most you know it's your ass. You know, I don't think we see your uh, you know uh pork and beans
1: no you won't you won't but it is a lot of my butt
0: maybe some maybe a bean (laughs) maybe one bean i I haven't seen it under bean under beans yeah (laughs) oh man i saw some under beans (laughs) i think maybe there might have been some under beans because they really get in there on his butt why I felt there were
1: many times where I felt like I'm like they have to be seeing everything because they give you that little chamois to wear, but it
0: is not. uh, I mean, that, yeah, I think- we ran uh, out right away and bought a smaller TV. <laughs> <laughs> I get it, I get it. <laughs> All right, uh, go ahead, Doug. Ask your second question for uh, the great Rory Scoville.
2: All right, Rory. Uh, you starred in, you were opposite, uh, with Schumer and I feel pretty. And I just want to know, do you feel pretty?
1: Oh, I, this actually kind of ties into the last one. I do feel pretty now because after like that many days on set being nude, you, you eventually just get comfortable with who you are as a person. Uh, You have to. I found out that not everybody else has to get comfortable with you as a person, but <laughs> you have to get comfortable with yourself. So after shooting physical, I do feel pretty. I didn't feel very pretty in I Feel Pretty, but now I did. Also, you know, in Dean, when I did that with Demetri Martin, I felt very pretty in that too. <laughs> Excellent. But yeah, I feel pretty now.
0: It's good hold- to know which ones you've, you know, which times. Uh, you feel pretty, and which ones you don't. You don't really know that when you go through somebody's uh, filmography.
1: Hard to tell. Yeah, it doesn't always come across.
0: You don't have access to that info, so that's, uh, that's good stuff. What was the question again, Doug? Do you feel pretty? Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> I, I just like to keep track of these things because I, 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 I like to write things down and then throw it into the garbage. Do you feel <laughs> pretty? Uh, okay. Um, oh, shit. Ah, damn it. I'm not ready for my next question. I need a I need like a prop. So uh (laughs) let's stall for a second. Daniel, do you want to uh hit us with some uh plugs? Plugs? What do you got to plug?
1: So uh Rory and I, or Daniel and I, depending on what context you're listening to this show. Um (laughs) We, uh, we have our podcast called Pen Pals, where people write us letters uh, about anything in their life. It's not like necessarily advice, but it's anything you write to a friend about what's going on in your world or something you're contemplating or whether or not you want, uh, you want to know what we think of uh, the type of dog you should get. Whatever it is. It's just Pen Pals. We say it's your podcast. We just talk about it. And as of July 28th, our first full episode is part of the Team Coco Network. So uh we're we're doing podcast with Conan, which is um a great thing that I'm still so jazzed about and can't believe. Um we'll have guests. Our uh our very first guest is Casey Wilson, and I hope people come check it out. We do two letters every single episode. It's light, it's fun, it's heartfelt, and hopefully very comedic at the same time. They kind of go everywhere, and so do we. Other than that. Uh, I've done people town, a great podcast I co host with the Squar brothers. People can check that out wherever they get their podcasts. And then um, I'm on tour starting August 11th. I'm going to places like Chicago, Minneapolis, Florida, uh, Mobile, New York, Cleveland, everywhere. Um, it's been like 50 cities. So that all starts on uh, August 11th in Chicago, Illinois. Go to danielvankirk.com. For tickets, if the tickets live, the ticket links aren't live yet. You'll still be able to see exactly when I'm coming to a town near you, or hopefully your town. So I hope people come out because I can't wait to be back.
0: August 11th to when? Till the tour
1: is scheduled to end November 19th in Rochelle, Illinois, and Doug Bunger will be there.
0: <laughs> August
1: Majority August
0: totally. 11th to November 19th, and uh, do you come? Like back to LA sometimes, or is that just straight
1: through? No. So like, I'll be back in LA, like September 1st for a couple of weeks. And then I'll go out again for like 10 to 12 more days. And then I'll be back, I think for like a week and a half or two weeks in October. And then uh, the first week of November, I'm, I'm here. And then I'll go back out and wrap up the tour in like San Francisco, Sacramento, maybe Petaluma, San Diego, Vegas, and then Rochelle.
0: All right. Well, I'm glad we got all that in. That Thanks for letting
1: up. me. 50-30 yeah,
0: tour, one city
1: Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And also, if your name's Doug and you come out to a show, I want to meet you personally. I can't tell you how oh, you people been, but uh, I would like to meet you.
0: I'd be so happy if some Dougs went, went up to you and said hi. Oh, yeah. I mean, it really is a passport to uh, conversation. Uh, I don't know what much more after that would happen, but at least, (laughs) you know, say hi. And I I like having a reason, like I was at a party the other night where there was, you know, a couple somewhat notable figures and, uh, you know, I had different levels of reasons to, you know, some of them I felt like comfortable just talking to, like I knew they'd know me. Uh, Others. Right might remember me if I, I i think i have the right thing to say and other people i just don't know what to say or do to even start a conversation with that person so i probably won't unless i get lucky and they're like standing next to a, you know ask me to pass an hors d'oeuvre or something so uh what was yeah, the point of this story <laughs>
1: you were saying it's always good to have a way and like oh i i heard you on doug's i heard you on the doug boys podcast
0: yeah, it's just nice to have a something to say because it's already tough enough for people to go to a show and then just walk up to the person they came to see and just start talking. Like so many people tell me after, oh, I went home because I just didn't know what to say. You know,
1: just a good show. But DV, weren't you at a party once where like Brad Pitt was the person who tried to find something to say, like? kind of inserted himself into your guys's conversation and you were like, wow, this is not the way I thought that would go. Or am I misremembering that?
0: No, I was, I was, I would not shut up talking to him until he just left the party. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah. he was cool. I didn't leave completely because of me, but I just feel like he was just there alone and not just sort of making an appearance and then got too many, uh, you know, too much attention or more attention than he would like, I don't know, but he was super nice. And I, but I also, I, I touched him. I, like, I I still don't know why I touched him. I also touched Joe Biden once, but that's another story. All right. So my question number two for Rory was going to yeah. be, and now I'm ready to, to administer this question.
1: You got your problem. Uh,
0: man. Oh, man, we're so close to running out of time. Uh, the question is heads or tails?
1: Ooh. <laughs> tails.
0: Okay, here goes.
1: It. it's like radio play oh man this is nervous it's tails it's tails whoa do it and when you ask daniel next week i guarantee he says heads
0: no we don't ask him the same questions
1: oh okay well well, damn it but i'm glad Yeah, I'm glad we
0: asked way. you that one rory we don't need to say it for dan oh, i didn't know if it came up every once in a <laughs> while if you ever i'm getting lost No, I think the flip a coin thing was such a, it was such a hit. I'll probably never do it again. All right. Question three from Doug. We got it. We've only got a minute left. Go, go, go.
2: All right. You got a new project live without fear. Uh, What's the most dangerous thing you've done in your life?
1: Oh man. Um, what one time, uh, Billy Wayne Davis and I, uh, I don't, I'm not going to out the person who it was, but we were certain that this, um, like Booker for this club was definitely gonna kill us. So I have <laughs> been, I been didn't, there. I didn't do it. Like I but I found myself in danger. And um like we I'm not underselling it when I say we had to escape. Like I thought we were oh gonna my die. God. Yeah.
2: Like Green Room, the movie. Yes, the movie? but with
1: more dogs. Oh my
2: god.
1: <laughs> and the same amount of um Patrick Stewart's. Did you get did you get paid? Yeah, we already got it. It wasn't even related to like it was like, hey, let's you guys want to hang out. And then things took a real dark turn. Oh boy. Comedy. Ask can me about weird. it sometime, I'll tell you. Yeah. Or ask Billy Wayne Davis because his version of
0: the story is even funnier.
2: <laughs> that is rough.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, Thank you for trying to eat, to, uh, eat all these leftovers, Dan. Uh, we've oh. run out of time, but we got through some of them and we appreciate you taking them off our hands. We're going to try to ask your questions to our guest next week. Our guest is, uh, you might know him best from House Flippers. His name is Steve Stuntskern. <laughs> you said. <laughs> and uh, no, I don't know who the guests will going to be next week. But uh, Doug Miller, do you have anything to plug?
2: I will be at Secret Group in Houston, Texas, July 30th. Get tickets now.
0: Hell oh, yeah. Like it. That's a great club. Yep. Great vibe. Yeah. Yeah. So, Doug um, loves movies. Uh, Doug loves movies is taping again at uh, Returning to the Home Vetty, the Eagle, the San Diego uh American comedy company uh downtown July 31st at 420 in the afternoon. Uh should be super fun. Fairly safe. We're hoping everybody, you know, shows up all show up all vaxxed up, I like to say. (laughs) Thank you, Daniel Van Kirk. This was a fantastic hour. Thank you. It was both it was both sweet and salty. <laughs> and um, I think everybody's going to be coming back for more. I don't know what I'm talking about anymore. <laughs> I'm at I'm at that weird part of the high where I'm not high anymore. So that's when I really sound high. Yeah, <laughs> <And> <laughs> that's when I really like. Oh, what's wrong with him? He sounds really high. Oh no, I'm not I'm not high at all. Um, as always, Doug, people town.
2: Got it.